This is Andrea Eichmann here with the People's Patriot Project. We are bringing you our weekly show and podcast called We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. Every week, we bring you a guest. Many times, we have a new musician, though tonight, we're not new to Jen. And then we share all the good, the not so good, and everything that's happening in our world at this time. We have two guests tonight. I'm super excited to say two female veterans with us tonight. And this is awesome. Um, it's not even it's not even the month of female veterans, right? Woo! Um, so we had Jen Ford here tonight, and we've got, oh my goodness, Nicole Deutschland is with us tonight. And it promises to be an evening of uh, some really amazing discussion. There'll be some fun. I'm sure there'll be some antics happening um, while we hear the stories of these two ladies and some new music from Jen. Um, we're going to hear a lot from both of these ladies, and there will be some fun talk in between. But as always, take off your hat and stand if you can and join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the, to flag, the flag of the United, United States of America, and which is stands one nation under God, and here we are with our show tonight. It is um, June 12th already, my guy. My gosh, I can't believe how quick. I feel like I just got done with school a couple days ago, and here we are, June 12th, almost the middle of the month. So let's, um, Peterson, are we doing this first? You're muted. We have a little memorial that we would like to share with you tonight. Um, we'll, we'll get this one done. The Marine Corps on Friday did identify the lost pilots and the other service members from Wednesdays 
MV-22B Osprey crash. All five were from Camp Pendleton, assigned to Marine Medium Tilt Rotator VMM Squadron 364, Marine Aircraft Group 39, MAG 39, 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing, MAW. The dead include a pilot, Captain John S. John J. Sachs, 33, an MV-22B pilot from Placer outside Sacramento. He was a Marine for nearly six years and received personal awards, including the National Defense Service Medal and the Global War on Terrorism Service Medal. And it is with heavy hearts that we mourn the loss of all five Marines from the Purple Fox family. I believe. Well, we don't normally like to lead off our show with that kind of stuff, but it's uh, it's stuff we got to deal with, and it's uh, it's stuff that we need to make sure we put in our brain set to make sure um, we use the the theme and the thought that to remember is not enough, and uh, um, this one hits a little close to home. Uh, I have a service member in my family that's uh, close to that group of guys. Uh, and it's uh, not that we want to showcase it because of that. We showcase it because we have some significant young men, um, young, young, young men that we've lost uh, because they chose to put their name on the dotted line and, and go above and beyond what uh, a giant portion of our country chooses to do. And so, We'll round it back up and we'll bring it back into the joy. And uh, I think it's important to create memorial for these young men and that uh, we celebrate their lives. And so um, this goes out to all the friends and family and those that are closely related and associated with the young men we lost this week. Um, hi, Jen Ford. What's up? It looks like we just let oh, Nicole's coming oh. back. She's coming. Hi, yeah. That's <laughs> oh. awesome. Thanks for being here this weekend, guys. She's muted. Nicole, you're muted, hon. Oops. Look at that. You got it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Derek Iozio is here. We've had a whole rash of people that are jumping on saying, hey, what's up? Tammy's here. Uh, Michael Ledford is here. Uh, Storm Riders, I'm not sure which one, but Storm Riders are in the house. Greg Hanks, um, um, Project Die Hard with Brian Gibson's here. Thank you, everyone, for who's showing up and being part of this. Um, and uh, Derek Iozio is uh, cognizant of saying uh, happy Women Veterans Day. And Andrea probably has a little news snippet in her her dialogue about that. We can talk about that here in a minute because uh, – we, we ain't going to play with it. Uh, a lot of people get upset, but we'll talk about that in a minute. What do you got in the news, Andrea? Uh, well, let me start out with this. It is, uh, it, so I said the date, and then I went backwards, I think. Um, PTSD Awareness Month, of course. And and while we are always trying to bring awareness to this, um, the People's Patriot Project, we're not seeking out a ton of awareness. Um, we are putting our boots on the ground and helping those that need the help right here, right now. And so, yes, we're always, always throwing things to make you aware out there and we won't stop. Um, but, but we're moving. We aren't, um, we're in the ranks of, of finding and fixing 
and and not throwing all the awareness at you. Um, we do have today, and this is awesome because we can celebrate this right here, right now. It is Woman Veteran Day. <laughs> and so these two will be sharing their stories. I mean, we've got a lot to talk about. So hopefully we can keep it within like four hours so we can go to bed on time tonight. But, uh, <laughs> but they will share. <laughs> Jen's got a new song. I know and Nicole's been busy, busy. Uh, she's got thoughts in her head that um, she wants to share. And so again, my position over here, watching, listening, taking in, um, this is all just another example. These, all these people on the screen right now and our friends in the, in the, in the sidelines, um, of veterans and first responders that I meet, it doesn't shatter my world to understand that you just want to help more. So you've done what you've, what you wanted to, what you needed to, where been, where you've been. And, and in my view, helped us already a ton as a nation. And now they come home and they, they, um, I don't know, some of us grow up a little bit more and then figure out what we're doing. And then we just want to help others. So welcome on woman veteran day today. Um, it is in two days. Also the army birthday. Whoop, whoop. Are you two boys? Yeah. So all three, there we go. Um, army birthday of the official, here's just a little history. Cause I always, I don't know. I like history. And so the official birthday is June 14th, 1775, official. Um, the group of militia members who showed up to fight the British in 1775 were actually paid and equipped by the colonies without a formal type of government authorization that would later characterize operations and strategy of the U.S. Department of Defense. The U.S. Army's first official training period as a military service is reported as being held between winter 1777 and 1778. Held at Valley Forge, I'm sure that's not surprising, and some of us probably already knew that, like history teachers. Um, the training was conducted by Prussian military officer Baron von Steuben. A more significant development in early 1787, the United States Constitution is signed into law. For the Army, this was a very crucial moment. The Constitution, as signed in 1787, authorized the President of the United States to act as Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy. The U.S. Army is far different today than it was after being stood up by the Second Continental Congress. Today, Army operations include cybersecurity, intelligence gathering, covert operations, community building, and research. The evolution of the U.S. Army also has included changes in the demographics of those who serve, from an exclusively male active duty force to a diverse and multicultural force that is far more representative of the American population than in previous decades. So hoorah on that one. I love it. National Flag Week, June 12th through 18th. So starting today, this is an offshoot of Flag Day. This give us, gives us a week-long observance celebrating the creation of the United States flag. And its longevity grew naturally out of the one-day observance that has its origins as far back as the 100th anniversary of the Continental Congress in 1777. American troops carried the flag into battle for the first time at the Battle of Brandywine about three months after it was created. A short year, short year later, the flag was hoisted over a vanquished foe for the first time when the United States took over a British fort. These accomplishments, significant as they may have been, were not enough to get people thinking about how to properly commemorate the creation and adoption of the flag. It would take a full century for the flag to get its due. The centennial of the U.S. flag was celebrated in 1877, and it wouldn't be long before people started 
thinking that it was about time to plan a formal holiday to honor it. So that is June 14th, Flag Day. An unofficial but a significant early observance of Flag Day happened in 1889 when a kindergarten teacher named George Balch created a ceremony for his school. His concepts were taken on by the State Board of Education of New York. In 1891, the Betsy Ross House in Philadelphia staged a Flag Day celebration. In 1892, another group called the New York Society of the Sons of the Revolution is said to have also held its own Flag Day observance. This pattern of state or local governments adopting some form of recognition for June 14th would continue until the official proclamation of the holiday later on. So we have then next Sunday, I'll just give you a heads up, it's Father's Day, so don't be forgetting your fathers out there next weekend. Um, and we'll talk more about that next Sunday. So look at all the calls out for our women today, our flag. Um, we talked about it, and again, the reason why it's important for us to celebrate Women Veterans Day is because that's actually recognizing the women that never got a recognition. That's the that's the women that served that like quote unquote were in the military back World War One, World War Two. They were still on the front lines working as doctors and nurses and and other logistical pieces, but they were an official army or let me say military, not army. Um, and uh, that is why we celebrate it. And I didn't think we would get a mix of anyone in our group. Um, the private chats here. Come on. We got two blondes today, too. So, uh oh, perfect. What? Well, the thing do about you, do you both, we got to know, do you both identify as blondes, though? That's in that's an important piece. Because uh, yes, my hair color. Okay. All right. All right. Because there's a lot of connotations that go along with that. Not that I know any of them or would uh, put any of it out there, but. Uh, well, I, my husband will not let me be any color except blonde. <laughs> so fair enough. my kids will be angry as well because they I had an accident um, just a week before my wedding and the lady put a little bit too much brown in my hair and Everyone's living in our household, so I had to go back. Uh -oh. She put a little bit too much. Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, so I can't change it. <laughs> so let's talk about it because I mean we're there. Um, Nikki, first, tell us about your service and a positive you got because of your service. Well, first of all, it's definitely fun to be a female in the military or even a veteran because i go to the va and i have you know these guys ask me for directions they're like excuse me where's audiology and i'm like i don't know sir i'm just looking for my doctor and they're like you don't work here i'm like no and then they go like you a veteran and i'm like yeah well you don't look like one <laughs> <laughs> is that the exact mean. tone and voice that they use pretty sure <laughs> He was probably like 120 and served in the Civil War. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, uh, Jen. Oh, go ahead, Nikki. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's funny when people just don't even assume that about you. And it, somebody said to me once, the less people know about you, the more you have the upper hand. So they don't realize how, <clears throat> I think, badass the military makes you 
I, I definitely didn't think I was as tough as I was until I was in the military. So even on a physical standpoint, I never thought I would do some of the things that I did. I mean, jumping out of helicopters and throwing myself off, a, off of a gunnel, off of a speeding boat and, you know, sitting in the field or in the sand for hours and days and showering using baby wipes. You, you just, you don't think that you can just go through that. So it's definitely made me really tough and resilient. I didn't do that much cool stuff like you did. I just punched people in the face because I was a cop. So that's mm, pretty cool. <laughs> I know, but I didn't jump out of any speeding vehicles. Not yet, maybe. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not any of them. <laughs> us, maybe. Well, Wait. It is absolutely awesome to have both of you here um and you know we've had the awesome pleasure of having jen in minnesota with us for our events and uh we're we threaten to come see her in texas all the time we get really close but we we don't ever quite seal the deal when we get to texas and uh we're excited to meet nicole we haven't met her yet but uh, we've had several conversations and back behind the, the scene conversations and what she wants to do and and where she wants to go. Um, let's go with Nicole. Um, so first of all, a unique thing about Nicole is you're not even, the, the take this slightly and then we'll sort it out. She's not even American. Not She's not really. even, tell us about that. So I actually was born in the enemy country. I was born in what used to be East Germany. And it really was like that. Like I grew up with Russian soldiers and tanks and people with AKs and Kalashnikovs. Like when I was a kid where my grandparents lived, there were always tanks um, behind the dam. So we would go down there and we get candy from them. And my grandma would make baked goods. We would bring them. And they were really nice people. They were really friendly and most of them. And uh, I had pen pals and that was actually a Russian school in my grandmother's village. And I lived there on and off between being with my parents and with her. So while I came down in 89, I think the last person was actually shot and killed on the wall the day before I came down in November in 89. And uh, that was a country where you couldn't talk out loud about your thoughts, you know, like, we can talk about the government or we can have this stream right now and talk about pretty much any subject. You couldn't do that there. And people that went to church um, were suspected of even talking about the government. So I never even went to church. I never even found out about God or Jesus until I moved to Bavaria in 93. And uh, yeah, and then in 2000, I moved to the U.S. I spoke no English at all. It was pretty bad. And uh, in 2001, I joined the military, mostly to, to get away from my husband at the time. So, but I didn't regret it and I really miss it. And I learned a lot of English. I learned the F word in boot camp. I have a friend from Tennessee, they were yelling. They took my little translation book and they threw it and they're like, if you wanna be in my F and Air Force, you better speak F in English. That voice also. <laughs> And, and uh, I looked at this girl next to me, and she's uh, my friend Cherie. She's from Tennessee. And I said, hey, Tennessee, what does fuck mean? And she's like, shut up, Germany. You're going to get us in trouble. Like, And she'll tell you today in this accent. It's so funny. 
Germany, you lost your accent in three days. <laughs> I did. I, they made me academic monitor. That means I constantly had to talk. I constantly had to study and help other people study. And I literally learned English in boot camp and had That's pumpkin crazy. pie and sloppy joes for the first time ever. <laughs> you said yeah. sloppy joes? Never had them before I went to boot camp. I was stationed in Heidelberg. Oh, beautiful. I love area. Germany. I love, I miss it so much. My youngest son was born there. The food is amazing there. Yes, I miss it. I talk about it every day. Almost every day in my life, I talk about Germany. You come here in Florida. You come here and I'll cook for you. Oh, I can, I have a German cookbook. I can make Kartoffeln and schnitzel and uh, potato soup. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Oh, sehr gut. Very good. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. no. Germany's pretty good. Out of control. The wheels fell off. <laughs> no, they're good. Eins, zwei, drei. That's what I know. Yeah. That's German, right? Eins, zwei, drei, post. Cheers. Yes. Die die I. I miss saying choose all the time. Like, choose. 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 Yeah, boys. Yeah. I love it. Mad. I, have a, I, I don't have a a clue about any of it. So I did about 23 and me about two years ago and I'm a little bit German. So a little bit people in Germany though. I worked at a bar for a while and these American soldiers would come in and they would ask me how to say things to like how do I say this to a girl? And uh, you know like how do I tell her she has pretty eyes? Well not exactly what I translate it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> They got, slapped, they got slapped around a little bit and stopped asking me <laughs> after a while. I, you know, they may have said some very schöne Augen. Ach, yeah, sehr gut, schöne Augen. But yeah, I, I would mess it up for them. Good. They deserve it. They did the same thing to me when I moved here. <laughs> I used to think that a cocksucker is a fish. Oh. If I'm even allowed to, I'm sorry. Oh, Rated G. Uh, I used to think that's a fish. That's, that's funny. Um, one of the conversations we had, Nikki, Mark's like, um, let's bring it back in. Let's yep. bring it yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. I love it. We can let her know. Um, one of the conversations, uh, Nikki, we had um, early was your your position on patriotism. Tell us a little bit about that, because it blow it blows me away, and I'll, and we'll talk about the blow away after after you're done explaining it. But I, I need people to hear what you think. Yeah, so I've been approached by people that know that I'm a naturalized citizen, so I am an American, and they actually took my citizen my German citizenship away from me because I was a female in a foreign military. And because I took on American citizenship, they would not let me keep my German citizenship. So I'm not even a dual citizen right now. And uh, people would tell me, like, I can't believe you're a Democrat and you're an immigrant and you should want be more liberal. And, and I'm really not. And I used to live in a communist country, so I kind of see what's happening here right now. And I knew what I grew up in. And when when you're made to believe that you're liberties or freedoms are extended rather than being restricted your eyes your eyes aren't open you really don't know what's going on and before you know it you're disarmed and you everybody has 
you know, the same thing. Like, you can only buy certain things. You can only have certain things. These things are happening right now. And, you know, you see how less and less things are in the grocery stores or how, you know, every time some violence happens, it's about gun ownership. Okay, if somebody writes a nasty letter with a pencil, is it the pencil's fault or the person's fault? I'm just saying. It's the person's fault. So if somebody's being nasty with a weapon, not it's not the weapon's fault. Not all the other people that do the right thing. It's that person that got messed up. And PTSD, um, emotional health is a big part of that. That we need to be better at treating, you know, people around the country, including veterans. I mean, most of us. I agree 100% with all but that. But I am, I'm very patriotic. I'm very proud to have served. I'm very proud to be in this amazing, great nation. And I'm so surprised at how little this country is becoming. This country used to go to all these countries and kick ass and kick the door down and whoop everything back in shape and then be done. And we're not doing that. We're sending money everywhere right now. Well, we have people that are homeless here, that are veterans, people that aren't receiving health care. We're sending money away rather than keeping that money here, but taking the military that we already have and continuing to do good where it's needed, such as the Ukraine. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty diehard patriot. I love it. it, uh, it the conversations we've had, and again, I, I get so fired up about the percentage of people that invest in this and the people of people who don't invest in it, but they want all the freedoms that come with it. And, and that's a frustration for me. And I've been airing it more and more lately. Um, and, I, and I'm not saying everyone should be out there. Oh, get us on the conversation of whether we should have a draft now or not. I know let's, let's not even entertain that conversation because I don't want half these kids that I teach on the daily to, to be in that position because they're not ready for it. And I don't know what the difference is between now. And I do know the difference, but um, that's a whole nother show and topic piece about, you know, where we are today compared to where we are 30 or 40 years ago. And um, it's just uh Thank you. Thank you for your message. Thank you. Uh, I know some of the pieces of adversity you've been through and uh, you're, you're still um, pushing along and, and wanting to be that positive message and you're just so greatly appreciated. So uh, we love having you here and we'll continue along with the conversation and see what else we come up with tonight. And uh, I'd like to talk to Jen for a second here. What are you, What do you have going on? Can what I, do you want to add to anything she I has? I want to say one thing about what Nicole said because I think a lot of people. I, I'm I'm really honored to meet you because to meet another female veteran is always exciting to me. Um, but I think that what a lot of people forget, and you have a unique situation because you come from a very different situation than a lot of people do when they join the military and. Most of, most young people are trying to figure out their life or trying to escape something or trying, you know, or, or they feel super patriotic or it's a family tradition. But you come from a country that at the time when you were growing up in the, those formidable years, and we're probably about the same age. Um, so I remember the wall coming down too. Um, 
where you saw all of those um, all of those freedoms taken away, and now now you've seen what it's like to have freedom and have the right to vote and have the right to bear arms, and and so many people in our nation don't understand how desperate it can get if the government is in too much control. And I think it's awesome that you have a voice for that. And, and more people need to recognize that we do need to be patriotic. We need to be excited about our rights and we need to be excited about the constitution and everything that was laid down by our forefathers and, and the ability to make decisions based on voting and, and, you know, people having a say in how the government is run. And a lot of people don't, um, they just want everything to be solved and they don't want to do the work. I think that uh, it really resonates what you're saying because what I, and I noticed this as an outsider. I noticed this as somebody who came from another world, another country. It feels like that when people really display pride and patriotism, that's often confused to me um, with a lot of people with racism or nationalism. And those are not the same thing. And people are like, people have, you know, accused me of that because I'm very patriotic and proud there, you know, no, I'm not a racist, nor am I a nationalist. I'm just a real patriot. I sweat, blood, tears. I earned this and I take my right and my liberty to be able to vote super serious. And I still feel like every vote counts. Who knows what's really going on? We have, I mean, I think there's so much crooked stuff going on in this country right now, but I take that serious and people should take pride in being patriotic and take pride in the country it has nothing to do with anything else. Right. That's a big thing. I do think that people, uh, certain areas, certain regions of the United States um, do associate it patriotism with racism and my husband and children are African-American. So I've, I've gotten to hear conversations on both sides of the fence. And usually because I'm a musician, I try to stay completely out of political discussions, but patriotic discussions and pride in my service and pride, um, in my family's service, because we, we have a long tradition of serving in the, in the military. I'm all about that. And I think that th the media has driven people to choose a side. If you, if you are proud of soldiers and the military history and the way our legislation was set in stone to where we had the ability to change things, if things were wrong and we had the ability to say, hey, this isn't working, this isn't right, we don't need to do it this way anymore. Like we have that say, and that's because this is America and it's a democratic, uh, democratic society and people, it's just been skewed so much and it makes it difficult to talk about your service sometimes because you're in a situation where people immediately are like, no, no, don't talk about that. But I think everything you're saying is right. And then and, uh, to you just talk, talked about politics. I don't think that patriotism has anything to do with being a Republican or a, a liberal or, you know, undecided registered What that one um, has nothing to do with it. You can be, you can be liberal and be a patriot 
has nothing to do with it whether uh, uh, and whether you're Republican or on the liberal side. Patriotism is completely separate from all of that. It's really taking pride in your country and your freedoms, your responsibilities, the way your country is, what it has to offer. And that's another yeah. thing that- you know, Voting too is patriotic. Like if you don't get out there and, and if you want to complain about everything and not get out there and actually go and vote or, or talk about these hard issues with congressmen, you can do that in private. You can send a letter to the congressman without anybody knowing what's going on. You can do things in your community that don't have to be necessarily on one side or the other. But if people aren't going and voting for what they want, then they can't complain about it. And you don't have to let somebody know whether you're a liberal or Republican. You know, in Germany, it's illegal to tell people how you vote or whether you're a liberal or Republican. It's actually against the law. I wish they'd do that here. If somebody asked you if you're a Republican or a liberal or asked you to identify how, how which way you vote, that's illegal. That's against the Constitution, so to speak, in, in Germany. Because it has nothing that would be great if they got rid of that. It has nothing to do with being a proud German. Just like it has nothing to do with being a proud American, you can still support this country and follow the laws uh, while you take all the liberties, whether you're a liberal or a Republican. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't I understand the labels. I don't understand why everything has to have a label. <clears throat> even, even with racism, I don't see why there's people that are segmenting things all the time. We should all just be Americans. I, I hate love it. this very rich dialogue. It's it's so and that's it's the same way every time we get together we have get to have these conversations and it's it sucks it's the forefront of conversations anymore. The the race conversation is the forefront of conversation right now. Political ideology is the forefront of conversation. And it's just like I'd rather burn some hot dogs and drink some beers and enjoy some good music and not worry about any of this stuff and figure that stuff out on the other time. But we're kind of in the spot where we have to defend our position anymore and it's frustrating. And it's like, I'd rather not do that. I'd rather go voice my opinion at the polls, walk away. And, but it's, we're at the point where you can't be quiet anymore. Unfortunately, um, yeah, you, you have to stand up. Rug through the dirt. If if you know, even if, even in this interview, I might have said something that might have been one word off because I'm in the heat of the moment and I'm just trying to find the right things to say. And sure. everybody goes in and takes a microscope at what you say. That you one may not have that intent. You may not understand. You're, you're just trying to communicate, and people take it and try to analyze and overanalyze and drag it out. And that's why, as a musician, I always have to be careful about. What I say, this is probably the most I've ever spoken about any of this stuff, but, but I don't feel threatened by it because I'm in good space with you guys. And and I think that it's okay for me to talk about, y'all know I'm a patriot. I do all kinds of stuff for veterans. And, and I, I, Well, and when you say that, I know that you say that and it covers, it's a blanket that covers everything. I know that you would help anyone that came up and asked you that needed help. I, I know that. I know who you are. But there's people that use the word patriot now and say, oh, you're a pa- you're you're on you're a conservative. Yeah. And that's not what a patriot is. That's a patriot that believes in the foundation. Now I, I just had a conversation this week. We we have a new close friend that uh, I mean by all ideology 
sits on the opposite side of the the aisle for me. But I care less. I care less. I don't. I doesn't. I I pick up the phone when he calls me. We have conversations when he talks. It, it doesn't bother me at all. And I we are really working towards the same goal. And I had a point and I totally lost it. And that's okay. Um, it happens in my brain. It's right. Michael Ledford wants you guys to come down to Puerto Rico, but that concerns me because the last three times we've seen him, he hasn't been wearing a shirt. So I, I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> down there. That's uh, he's begging people to come see him. We'd love to go see him. And Is so, trying to come on the broadcast. Uh, you know, every time, so he doesn't have a good connection. Uh, he came to our board meeting the other night, and uh, he just struggled the whole time to stay connected and stuff. So. Because he's um, over there swimming in the ocean and catching fish. Well, in the right? it, it's probably hard to have a connection when if you're underwater and it, you know all the suntan lotion, this and that. It's, hey man, if that's the, how the guys walk around there, I want to go. <laughs> I'm looking for one. I'm just oh, let's go. Perfectly single. And I'm confident that's coming from Tammy. I'm gonna real quick. If you guys are watching uh, the stream. I've been posting in a post that says it's the HTTPS streamyard.com slash Facebook. If you click in that link, it sends you right to the StreamYard place where you can click, toggle, and it'll allow you to give StreamYard permission to see who's talking. So um, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying there's the option to do that. But I'm pretty sure this is Tammy Schroeder. I had, to, had someone judge me because I flew the flag in honor of my husband. Um, husband served. Uh, you fly that flag, dear. You fly that flag, and I'll, I'll come put the flag back up if it ever comes down. Um, it's it's ridiculous. It's speaking of flags. Yeah, the field of flags in Granbury for Memorial Day this year with pro, uh, the rally project. Yeah, and I cried when I saw it. They had twenty two flags. Going down this way, 22 flags across. So it was like 500 or something flags, 400 or whatever. I'm not doing the math. And then they had 22 pairs of boots going down. It was so amazing. So pretty. And they're just flying in the wind. Beautiful day. It was gorgeous. I, I t- and I don't know what this is. I don't know why. I'm not generally a crier. But uh, being an athlete and being able to play at some of the higher levels and and being involved, I can't tell you how many times I sat before the game because I honor the opportunity to have the freedoms to be able to play a dumb game with a dumb ball. Uh, The amount of times I've sat and I've cried and I forget if it's a Memorial Day or any of those days, it's all over. I just kind of – I should wear something over my face, but it's – um, it is that important to me. It is worth my life seeing the red, white, and blue. It is worth my life. Oh. All right. I, I'll let you do what you, I know what you want to do and I'm okay with it. You know what I want to do? Yeah. You were talking about what you wanted to talk about and I interrupted you. No, I don't remember that. You're good. Yeah, that lady's house and fly a bunch of flags just drive around on motorcycles with flags and make a bunch of noise everybody wear red white and blue and 20 flags that's what we need to do yeah mm-hmm. her husband 
Where do you live, Nicole? I'm in Florida. Oh, nice. It's almost like Puerto Rico. Good, good Latino food and lots of sunshine. And uh, yeah, I've been. I'm not too far from St. Augustine, the oldest city in this country. Been there. Beautiful. Amazing, right? Yeah, I loved it there. Uh, headquarters for the Florida National Army Air, all the National Guard. The headquarters is down there. And I used to, I was in a joint task force unit with Army and Air Force people. And I always had to do both PT tests. So when I took the Air Force PT test, I would go to, yeah, I got screwed. I had to go to St. Augustine to take my Air Force PT test, and then I had to take the two Army PT tests. And for our unit, passing, you had to be at 70% to even consider passing because of what we did, the high physical standard we had. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Jen, what have you been up to lately? Just moving in and shaking. Moving in the shaking. I just got done. Uh, played the Jacksonville Tomato Fest um, last night, and uh, this afternoon I was at in Jefferson, Texas, and played at a, a place called 1852. We did an acoustic show. I had a show at the VFW on Friday in my hometown. There's my husband coming in the door. Um, we just released oh. a song Friday. Hey, have you met Eric? We're going to talk about that. We have met Eric. What a blessing. You allow us to steal your wife for a moment. <laughs> he wrestled for, for 20 years. So Macho we, man, Randy Savage. We know he doesn't get to spend much time with you. Over the last seven days, how many how many events have you played? Oh, let me look. I don't even know. Uh Actually, this week was kind of slow. Uh, I only did three. Oh, okay. Only three. Only three. Usually, I do about four or five a week. That's why I sound like a truck driver right now because my voice is tired. I'm dehydrated. It was 104 degrees yesterday. It was an outside show, and so I drank probably 14 bottles of water and just pickle juice. Lots of pickle juice. That's good for you. There was a post about that today. Is pickle juice good for you? It showed up on my feeds. I'm like, when did I talk about pickle juice? It is good for you. And and <laughs> I have a friendship with this uh, company called Bob's. <laughs> He's got it right there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bob's Pickle Pops. They sell them at Walmart. And it's a, my sons both play football and my sister ran track and you know, I never drank pickle juice until my sons um, were always asking for it when they were kids. And I started having to drink it because I get so hot. I'm on stage for three or four hours plus set up and tear down. And I have leg cramps in the middle of the night. So I just was like, I got to do something. And so my husband, I always crave Bloody Marys on the, and I don't use, I don't put vodka in them. I just like the tomato juice, but I always put tons of pickles and stuff in there and I, I was like why do i want to eat so many pickles that is exactly why i drink bloody mary's is for the pickle juice content exactly you can, yeah. you can make your own freezer pop using pickle juice i put pickle juice in my potato salad yeah that's good from a potato salad recipe so i put a lot of pickle juice in there it's the I think it's the acetic acid that your muscles are craving and that's why it's vinegar basically that you need and so that's 
Anyway, long story short, you saw that picture. Yes, stop, stop. It's my husband. So I posted a picture of me taking a pickle pop like two or three weeks ago. And the company tagged me in it and then did a big, long, like, dialogue on their company Instagram and Facebook. And then I did a Instagram reel, like, last week of me at Walmart buying pickle pops. And they posted that. And then last night I posted a picture of or a video of my my musicians in my band. I they all that. asked for pickle pops. And and then Bob's went on there, Bob's pickle pops went on there, commented again. So the uh, the, the head coach's wife from my kids' high school commented and was like, You need to give Jen an endorsement. <laughs> I'm like, I need an endorsement from like Gibson or Yamaha, but it, if it's the pickle pops, I don't care. Whatever. Give me some. Give All right. Me. Tell me what a pickle pop is. It's just pickle juice. That's it. Oh, let me show you. Eric's going to get a pack. Pickle oh, pickle juice. pop. We're going to. Here's. Make it yourself. They're going to send me t shirts. They messaged me on Instagram. I was like, yes. Please send me enough so my kids won't steal them. That's I need it. to tell my neighbor about this because she just posted it. She loves pickle juice two days ago. That's great. They're 97 cents at Walmart. For this whole bag, and there's like five of them in there, but I don't even they freeze them. Work. They work on the cramps. Eric's like, they work, they work, but a lot of people use them for marathons or long distance runners or whatever. If you're mowing the yard or working outside, kids love so them. So it's pickle juice in the packet, and I'm assuming there's a stick. And if you freeze it, it's a popsicle. But if not, it's stick. It's just juice. That's it. It's like oh. a, like a frozen, like the frozen. Like the frozen yeah. um, you just squeeze them out. Freeze I don't even freeze them usually. I usually just like shoot them down. <laughs> I'm a champ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating them oh, I just have so many questions now. Okay, this is the here. I'll do it right now for you guys. All right, here we go. Oh, the package is bigger than I thought it was. It is like a freezy. Watch this. No cramps. No cramps. You're welcome. There it is. There's my endorsement. Wow. Sending it out to all the women that get PMS cramps now. Well, and, what, and that's called what? <laughs> I know that just popped in my head. I'm sorry. Bob's Pickle Pops. And they're green just like you. Like, they're Good color. And my guys were like, they were, Eric's up here taking one right now. I've created a monster. But, Bob's Pickle Pops Pickle, the official patriot of uh, the official so, of people's patriots. Uh-huh. They should put pickle pops in MREs. For real, they should. Makes sense. Wow. So five calories in here, and the the ingredients are filtered water, vinegar, salt. That's what they flavoring. And so I just texture. took time to look at the time. Sorry. And realize we haven't gone through any half of our content, and, and that's okay. Because um, we can extend this if you if you're tired of watching, uh, we got your six and six. Go do your own thing. Um, but we're going to sit here and talk until people are tired of talking. And this is just amazing, fun conversation. And I never knew I was going to learn so much about pickle juice and pickle pops and this and that. But you're welcome, Jen. We've got three songs loaded up for you. Um, we haven't dropped the the name of your new release yet. And we can save that for a minute if we need to, or however you want to do that. Go for um, it. Love it. 
we've got because uh, I like Hurricane because and that's a cover. Just everyone know that's a cover, but Jen does an amazing job with Hurricane. And I know a song that lies really close to her heart is Under These Stars. And so I've got those three songs lined up. Uh, what do you want to go with? Go with the new one. Go with the new one. Tell this us what. Tell us the story behind it. Um, this is a Willie Dixon, Helen Wolf cover. Um, Willie Dixon slash Helen Wolf both both did that in the in the mid century, and it's a blues tune that um, several people. It's like basically a blues standard, and I've been playing it for the last three or four years. <clears throat> but we recorded it during COVID. And I've just been kind of holding on to it because I've recorded a lot of songs during COVID and I've just been, you know, sending them out here every few months. <clears throat> and the only thing is, is I changed the words to fit it from a female perspective. And the words are like built for comfort. I wasn't built for speed because I'm a bigger girl and I've got curves and I've had two kids and two C-sections. Yeah. Like just, I'm still sassy and I'm still good looking kind of song. And it's, it's for all women to feel sassy and empowered. And I, that's pretty much the theme of all my songs. I want everybody to have a good time. And I made a little video, uh, put a music video to it and I'm pretty proud of it. And my band is playing, um, it, my band members at the time are all on the track. So um, Chris Dean doesn't play for me anymore, but we're still great friends, but he's the lead guitar player on this track. And, we won the Texas Country Music Showdown in 2019, and we played this song. We played it um, in Las Vegas during NFR in December of this last year, the National Finals Rodeo, and I've decided to let it out, and I'm pretty proud of it. Awesome. This is Jen Ford, Built for Comfort. <laughs> Well, I 
Surprises. Jen Ford brings it every time. Uh, if you haven't had the chance to see Jen Ford, you need to go watch her. Her and her band do an amazing job. I have actually your your June calendars up. If you can take time, we'll try and get that posted to our site as well. Um, mostly down in Texas, uh, but she is as busy as anyone out there. And uh, I promise you, you'll never go away disappointed listening to her and her crew. Thank you. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we are so blessed to have you in our network. And uh, and just the fact, Friday I called Jen up and said, you know, we had a, a cancellation. Uh, are you available? And she never hesitates for a second. And I just, if she's available, she she's here and. She, She's more than just like an acquaintance that we get to call up. We actually get to talk real frequently a lot uh, about different things and about where we'd like to go and how we can serve our veterans better. And it's just exciting to have you around. Wow. Well, who's, who's our guest, Nikki? This is my oldest. This is He's my got your oldest. redhead, Heidi. I have a little blonde one running around somewhere, too. She's, she's like the Energizer Bunny, but this is Heidi. This I is love it. She's beautiful. She is. She's very talented too. She's an amazing artist. She can draw. What is it oh, called? Wow. Uh, <sighs> this Japanese stuff. Anime. Anime. She. Oh wow. Oh my god. Like adult level. Like she could draw professional cartoons. I'm actually like needing to check into like charter schools and whatnot that really further that talent she has. Cause, I mean, she's just incredible. That's awesome. fantastic. <laughs> Nikki, tell us what you want to get done in life. Tell us where you want to go. What's what's your big plan and your mission? Well, when I grow up, huh, so actually has a lot to do with this one right here. What? Two. Um, I um, 
I'm out of the military now. I'm I work in HR and safety now, so I'm babysitting a bunch of adults and fix their boo boos and keep them safe. And it's a lot of machinery and stuff where I work. A good old American manufacturer. They are almost been a hundred years around. So if you can imagine a hundred year old building with machines that are that old, it's fun for safety. But uh, her um. I was married to her and her sister's dad, and he was not necessarily a great person. And uh, I've went through a lot of trauma, um, especially emotional abuse. And there isn't really help for that out there. Like you have to physically prove that you've been physically threatened or have been physically abused. Same for the kids. And unless you can prove that, Nobody's really listening or helping. So there's a lot of women, and I know that there's men out there too that are in abusive relationship where that physical abuse isn't necessarily happening. But um, whew, I get out of breath because I hold my breath when I talk about it. Um, emotional abuse is really serious and it's really real, and it can really tear you down. It can make you not want to live. It can, and it can do that to your children too. And uh, I want to buy 20, 30 acres here in Florida and build a bunch of tiny homes on it and use that as a shelter for women, men with their children to get out of a relationship. Because once you're emotionally dependent and you're financially dependent on another person, it's really difficult to leave. And a lot of people don't leave. And then there's no help. Like, you don't know who to talk to. Like, you need emotional counseling. You need legal counseling. You need to have a plan. You might need job training. And I want to create an environment where I can offer all of that so that these people can stay, you know, at the tiny home for, you know, maybe a year or so to get on their feet. So go through counseling. The children can go through counseling because... Even for children, I just watched something on the TV yesterday. When you're younger and your memories and everything is forming, when that's interrupted with like a bad experience, that translate into translate into problems for when you're an adult. So counting needs to happen for everyone involved. And, uh, you know, I mean, this one doesn't want to have anything to do with her dad because she's seen him. She's not just experienced that emotional abuse. She's also seen like real physical abuse in his newer relationships. And, you know, for women right now, it seems to be really difficult to get like full custody or anything like this. It used to be where it was automatically the mom. It seems like it's the total opposite now. And it's hard to prove this emotional and financial abuse. And so I need to create an environment where women can really just leave and not have to worry about how they're going to close themselves, how they're going to feed themselves and their kids, where their kids are in a safe place, where, you know, there's a place for school, there's a place for daycare, there is legal counseling, you know, there's safety, you know, all of that. I want to create a full whole environment for that and have enough room to, you know, grow my own food and kind of um, eventually hopefully quit my job and just do my side business as of course, taking care of the homestead, I think is what I'm going to call it. And then I also make soaps, homemade soaps. And I 
send them to like countries like Ukraine or wherever people need, you know, people are getting clothes and all sorts of things, but mm-hmm. soap is one of those items that nobody thinks of. And that's, you know, somebody could learn that as their job there to support themselves or whatever it is. I have a lot of skills, not all of them, but whatever I can provide, I'm hoping that I'll be able to have vendors come in and teach women, you know, whatever job they want to do. That's it. That's, that's not, that's it. That's, uh, that's what I want to do. It's huge. It's huge. (laughs) It's an amazing drive and passion. And we're so excited to again, have you in our network as well. And uh, what you're, your, your aspirations and, and your truth are, um, and it's not, it doesn't come from a place of, uh, vindictiveness. It just comes from a place where you just want to make things better. And it's just, it's greatly appreciated. And, uh, just moving on and moving on the right way. Cause you know, when, when you divorce or when you separate, like sometimes there's a lot of nastiness and I can honestly say like, you can get all my phone records. I've never been nasty to him. I never said like curse them out or anything like that. I just kind of really stay true to an honest person. And, you know, I had a reason we're back in court right now because he was accusing me of keeping the kids from him and I'm brainwashing them. But, um, it's that they don't want to go because they don't feel safe. And so they shouldn't, and I don't physically force them. And uh, I think the court recognized who was being honest and um, said, you know, I should continue to encourage them, which I always do, but I don't have to physically force them. And that was a big win. And it really changed how she feels too. I think she feels a lot safer knowing that nobody's going to come in here and tear her out of here if she doesn't want to go, you know. And, you know, it's, it's important that there is a place that recognizes like a new level, just like PTSD didn't used to be a thing. You know, people didn't, men didn't go to counseling and didn't talk about when they had hurt feelings or were going through something that's changing. And so is how abuse is happening. You know, more women were beat up back in the day, but nowadays people are smarter. There's narcissists and they like, you know, sabotage you and they make you feel worthless and they make you dependent on them. And that's, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you fight that? You, you really can't, you can just offer a place where somebody can come and um, can get out of that and know that they have everything provided for them. Know that they're not losing something because women won't leave because then they don't have a job and then they won't have their kids you know, or they don't have any legal counseling or they don't even emotionally know what to do. So creating a big homestead or range where I can offer that, um, that's, that's, I think, what really am I passionate about and what I want to do. Well, look at that one. That's Holly. Poof. After Buddy Holly, also an amazing singer. Awesome. I think uh, I think when you can meet the needs of people, uh, the first physical needs, like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you can first meet the ones that gives them food and shelter. Then okay. that creates a space where they can move on to receive the needs for like spiritual, psychiatric, you know, absolutely psychological. I mean, uh, 
whatever all of those all of that healing as well and so that's awesome if you can if you could pull that off it's a lot of work and and i know you've got a lot ahead of you but those sound like great ideas there's actually a place out in texas called valor ranch mm-hmm. yep have you heard of valor ranch i've heard about them they are um, i'm friends with carrie ann and josh um, we've been out there my husband used to work with josh and we've been out there and we saw the land. We stayed out there a couple of days with them before they put the tiny homes out there. But they don't, I don't know if they bring families in, but they have helped families before. And, and I think that's a similar concept and they're doing it. So you should be able, I mean, I, I've seen what they've been able to pull off and she worked for Texas veterans commission for a while. So she's got a lot of experience. She knows like all the different programs that she can reach out to for grants and stuff. So talk to Carrie and she could probably help you. Maybe. And this is why this is so, so cool to uh, be offered this from Mark and Andrea um, to participate in this because the connections are the foundation to what I want to do. I know I can't do this by myself. I'm not going to become a millionaire overnight and can just self fund this or whatever. I'm going to need help doing it. But I think what I'm doing is important. And, you know, if there isn't, if I have room and there's a veteran that needs a place and that needs to reset, then I can offer that space to a veteran. Like there's no limits to what I can use that space for. And the, all of the resources are the same for a veteran that's homeless and that came back messed up and now can't function in society. It's the same thing. It's like food, clothing, shelter, job training, emotional counseling, spiritual counseling, whatever it is. They're all the same things. We all need the same stuff. And we need to feel loved and we need to feel wanted and important and cared about. And, you know, I have horrible dark days. I spent last weekend in bed, the whole weekend, couldn't get out of bed. And, uh, you know, I talked to my counselor on Monday and I felt so much better. She reminded me that I'm strong and powerful and look at what you've already overcome. I mean, I've had some serious health challenges I had a double mastectomy with six reconstructive surgeries and I'm not done yet. And, uh, almost got killed by an infection. Had those two cesarean talk about cesarean. I know what you went through. You don't ever truly heal from that. You know, I've overcome a lot. I came from a communist country and now I'm working for the enemy. <laughs> My dad literally like disowns me a little bit for this. Cause he was a, he was a police officer. He was like, a communist and uh anyway i just i have big plans but i know that i can do it i just have total faith in my god that he's gonna take my mission that's in my heart and make that happen because when i heard myself say it out loud what i want to do i knew that was my purpose all along to get to that point i went through everything that i went through to get to that point to be that person that does that Anyway, that's true because then you can show people like, look, I've, I've been able to put my life back together and, and I've got PTSD. I'm rated 70%. I have bad days. I've got those days where I, here I am talking on my platform, platform and I connected it to my Gen 4 page, but I, I really struggled with PTSD and I was a single parent um, when I got out of the military and same here. Yeah. It was hard, very hard. And uh, when you have those moments of dark days, it's really hard to pull yourself out of that. But I, I'm in a position now where I'm thriving, you know, for the most part. 
and I've got a supportive husband. We've been married for almost five years. We've been together for seven years and I've accomplished way more um, with him being supportive. But if I didn't have that support and that's what I needed was stability. I needed emotional and physical stability so I could become the person I needed to be, which is, you know, I'm at my best when I'm on stage. That's, that's what I do. And I think um, I try to use my music as a platform to reach people and encourage people because I, I don't have the energy to do something like what you're doing. I don't, but I can connect you with people that can help you figure that out. And, and I'm really good at networking. That's I I have a talent for that. I think what you do though, does take a lot of energy just to put those thoughts into something that people relate to such as music. I mean, no conversation is as relatable as a song is. And just what you think saying about resonates with what I want to do. Like women feel like super low self-worth, super low esteem. And the first thing that we women do is quit self-care. Right. Being a single mom, I have all these long days. I come home. I don't want to do the dishes. I just want to go to bed. I want to sleep and I don't want to wake up the next day. I just want to stay in bed and I don't want to have to deal with reality some days. And it's like these little minions that push me. Hey, let's go to church. Like, let's go do the pool. Let's go do something, you know, and it's, it's that self-care aspect is so huge. And nobody pushes you more towards self-care than a partner that cares about you. So I'm really right. glad that you have that. He's excellent. Cause when I'm having my worst day, he's like, all right, are you tired? He goes through the list. Are you tired? Have you eaten? Did you take your medicine? Do we need to go for a walk? Do you need to lay down? And he goes through the list and having that support and even support from other veterans because we compartmentalize everything and we, you know, put everything in little boxes. And so we don't show any weakness. And that's what this network is about. Like working with Andrea and Mark is being able to make this connection, like even between you and I, because I feel like, hey, that's my new friend. She gets it. We get it. We all, we get it. We can have a conversation offline. You can call me anytime. Like I'm Ooh, I'll fly down and sit in bed with you with ice cream and pop. <laughs> what is it? Pickle juice popsicles. Yes. <laughs> Watch well, it. I don't think it goes very well with ice cream, but you know, who knows? But, but I think the hardest part about being um, a veteran, a mom and a person out in the community is like, where is my identity in all of this? Like, who am I in all of this? And, and where is my support system? And the, the best thing is that organizations like this, um, and I'm, I'm friends with a lot of people that do amazing work in different parts of the country that are all nonprofits, um, is that I've realized that being a soldier never leaves you. And it's okay to talk about that. It's okay to, um, to embrace that and not say, well, I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm not out there running four miles a day anymore. Thank you God. Still have that, the one, it's like once, you know, like Sam, once a Marine, always a Marine. Once you're in the military, you always have that in you. And what you just said, being a veteran, being a mom, being, you know, a figure out in public, you're always the tough one. You're always like put together. You're always tough. You're, you're the hero mom. You're, you know, you're the veteran that's tough. You can't, it, it, I sometimes feel like I can't be just a girl and be taken care of or be weak. Hey, I don't have a grown up that can take care of me. My whole family is in another country. 
but like you know at least you have a husband but like when you don't have another grown-up in your life that can be there for you when you have a moment and then you were in a relationship that that you think that you're not allowed to be you you're not allowed to like have your husband that's really so tough well this is my third husband so just letting you know it wasn't always as good as it is right now like that that time that I was a single parent or that time I was in different relationships, it was hard, so hard to be on your own. And you just hug those babies tight. You're going to be fine. And those, that's the most <laughs> important thing. Yeah, she's so cute. You so hug- you You're doing great. You're doing fantastic. I try. This is uh, one of those proud Papa moments. And just in the fact that uh, what an amazing level of content based on just letting cruise control happen and, and not intervening in the conversation and letting two amazing strong women talk and uh, talk out some realities and some truths and that uh, this is what it's just makes me proud and giggly inside and it's just awesome. I didn't and I know at some point all of us are going to be in the same all of us are going to be in the same room at some point. I didn't know what you were saying, Jen. Sorry. Oh, I, I didn't know who was going to be on the show. I never do. I, I think that uh, it's awesome that I got to meet Nicole, but you know that I'm always going to talk to anybody. My mom's like, you're, you've never met a stranger. I don't. I don't. I do think that I do try to connect with people, and, and I think it's important that you know that you're supported and that you need it. These two guys up here are amazing, but if you need somebody else to call, or if you just want to chat, or if you want to complain, just I'll give you my number. I'm so glad I've made another friend today. I'm so excited. Like we've known each other for years almost. It's just like we're there. We've experienced the same things, and I can't relate with some other single moms who were never in the military because they're a different ball game. That's right. Right now, it's really tough because it's summer break and all these stay-home mom, which was my goal. I was going to be a stay-home mom, but then I had to go back to work because I found myself without a husband. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to hang out on Wednesday doing this. And I'm like, well, I wish I could, but I got a 10-hour work day because yeah. I don't get summer break. And that really sucks. You see Richard Welch? That's my that's one of my guitar players. He's an Army vet. Thank you for your service, oh, Richard. Thank you. Yeah. Call him RJ. Let's do a quick shout-outs. Greg Hanks has been here the whole time, doing an amazing job, keeping the conversation going. Peggy and Bobby Krutzinger with Operation Texas Strong. Uh, I I don't know an organization that's out there um, making more happen than those two and how unselfish they are. Uh, you didn't tell us on Friday. You're at it right around, I believe it's 80-something RVs that you guys have donated uh, to homeless veterans across the across Texas, um, and then uh, Tammy Schroeder finally got her clicked in here, uh, and then Greg Hanks, thank you for all being here. Um, what what an amazing just conversation, dialect, and and need, and it's funny because. Again, we had a cancellation. Not a huge deal. Stuff happens. We don't throw our guests under the bus when that happens. And there's just like this divine piece that always happens. Um, Every show we do, we we are creating connections with other people. And that's 
the excitement about this this whole piece. And so I'm glad you two got to meet each other. Um, there's there's other relationships we're going to build along the way, and it is building another nation, another level of a nation that is committed to being better, better, not better than anyone else, just better. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being better. Let's bring everyone along with us. And instead of tearing down the people that are in the lead and trying to figure out a way and cheat and knock them down and so you can get access to it, why don't you bring people along and, and help them out and make them better with you? Um, She's so cute. She looks just like you. She just mm-hmm. and she keeps saying, "Tell him it's my birthday. Tell him it's my birthday." Well, happy birthday! You gotta do that. Your birthday today is her birthday. It was on Wednesday, but we're extending it. We're having. Oh it no, I'm There's no birthday. such thing as a birth. Celebrate it's a month anyway. Birth week. You can't just. It, do it it's a month. I'm sorry. The whole month is hers. <laughs> okay, but yes. you got to see eyebrows now that we said happy birthday. Ready to do it. How how far is the closest Dairy Queen? Um, from my grandma's house and and um in Orange Park. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah, she's so, like the only kid that gets excited about getting food on her birthday. Like she gets bags of beef jerky and candy and gift cards to like Tijuana Flats. And yeah, basically me. What's you better than beef jerky and candy for Pete's sakes? That's she's that body fat like. She runs around all day long. I don't know how she does it. She has more energized. Like, if Can you could harvest it, Energizer would go broke, what she's got. That's funny. Is that a bad thing? No, it's a good thing. Unless I'm tired. Okay. Look, we got other people saying happy birthday. We got Greg saying happy birthday to you. Aw. Jeremy saying. Thank you. He's saying Thanks, he's Storm Riders. Tammy, look at all these people come out saying hi. People you don't even know. Look at that. Who is that? People just listening in on this and telling you happy birthday. Uh, that's <laughs> there she goes. My kid's pretty amazing. Uh, I don't even know if I can say this yet. I'm going to type it to Mark real quick and he can tell me if I can is say that. Bobby's saying I sound like a girl. Yeah, what he said you sound like a girl because you sound like a girl. Oh. Oh, he does. Do I need to leave and come back? Is that- no, you need to show the video of me. Um, Capturing you on. TikTok. I knew that. Was, yes. Knew where that is that video? Put that on. Yeah, I don't know if we have it. My favorite video ever. <laughs> Way better than pickle pops. Oh. I want to hear more of Jen music. She sounds amazing, and I love this like country, um, jazzy like a- vibe. I really like. Um, do you remind me of what's her name? She sings a Bible in a forty-four. Ashley McBride, is that? Her? Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. Freaking badass voice. Like I like. Bonnie I love Ray. kids. I like Bonnie Raitt, and I like Winona Judd, and I like uh, Susan Tedeschi. I like roots-based music, blues, country, rock, all put together. You ride on that, like Whiskey Myers, and like Ashley. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. So into it. Thank you. I need your albums, all of them. Well, every, um, every are you on Pandora? Are you? Can we advertise? Are you on Pandora or any of yes, that? I'm yes, I'm on all of those. She's on WePP3 Radio. 
I'm on the radio. <laughs> hey, I can do I can do comedy on on your radio station. That's one thing I can't sing. Like you pay me not to sing. Like, oh, we we don't pay anyone not to sing. We just let her rip, man. We get her done. Um, your comment in uh, the the private chat's funny, and it's probably not something we can put on here. Maybe another time, another place. Save it for um, when the broadcast is over, because I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me go. So, <laughs> so we have ran a solid hour and a half here, and again, not here to shut down any opportunities or anything. What uh, I we should get our message out what the People's Patriot Project is about, and uh, we serve a couple platforms. Uh, first of all, we're here to allow people the opportunity to serve. If you've never served before, because of the plethora of reasons why people don't get to serve. We have an opportunity for you, um, and that can be anywhere from being uh, uh, emotional support, uh, answering phones. Um, if you got a skill set, we're always looking for talent, treasures, and time. And uh, we are in dire needs of treasures right now, just to kind of put that out there. But uh, we'll get there. Um, we have a bunch of events we've had to to cancel and say we can't be part of, and we've had to tell some veterans no lately. And again, we'll we'll build her back up, and we're we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here. It doesn't. There's well, me and Andrea figured it out, and our board figured it out. Uh, the podcast isn't going anywhere. We got some things we got to work out with the radio, but uh, that's okay. If you like, and I don't know if you noticed, uh, there is a spot on the feed now that you can. Um, donate with uh, stars and uh, you can click on 99 cents gets us somewhere. And uh, you know what, if everyone that was on here, click the stars once and donate <coughs> 99 cents, that would be an amazing opportunity and gift that allows us to continue to help veterans and first responders and pay for the platforms and technologies. And um, it's a, uh, we love having you all here. Uh, we also are here to be a beacon of hope and opportunity for those who find a time when maybe they're in their darkest moment. We just turn the light on and we help you figure out what pieces you need to, what you need to work on. We work, have conversations. We do something that's called lighten the load. Um, maybe sometimes it's, we need to just figure out how to accommodate uh, a bill or some bills or your rent for the month, but we figure those pieces out and then we move forward and we, we don't go anywhere. We connect with you, make sure we stay connected. And again, that's why we need mentors and people willing to be available and, and be around and just have conversations with people. Uh, we believe in building relationships. Um, Nicole, is your last name Deutschland? No, it's not. It's it's Deutschland means Germany. I know, but he put so I here. I didn't. I didn't use no. my last name officially on Facebook. Uh, we we used her official Facebook name. Is I what we did. And I actually so. was like Nikki, which I should probably change it. Just I was like, her name is Nicole Germany. Basically. Yes. <laughs> well, um, actually, I got you. I I can say it. So my last name is actually Atla, which means eagle. Like, what cool or proud last name could you possibly? That is awesome. Eagle. So I got teased a lot as a kid with that name, like. You know, do you eat worms for dinner? Uh -huh. Yeah, but it's, it's all right. Nothing wrong with worms. You should have a cool um, tattooed on your arm. That is so awesome. Like, that's like America AF with a big eagle. Oh, I used to think that means Air Force, by the way, AF. I got <laughs> <laughs> I 40, 
I got me a t-shirt that said 40 AF and I went to work with that shirt on. And then oh. we kind of pointed out, you know that. Nice. I was like, nice. what? Like, what? I'm Air on. Force. It's only a German lady. That is too funny. Um, do you want me to bring up the uh, about the app from? Are you talking Pop Smoke? Do you want me to talk about Pop Smoke? The yeah, the speaker that was on there a couple weeks ago that talked about yeah. the app. So when somebody's like in like kind of like a buddy chat, but when they're really in distress, um, for for veterans that are going through emotional. And we're working on some things behind the scenes with uh, Pop Smoke right now, but it, again, it is an app that you can uh, you build a team and you have people that are close to you that uh, you just hit the button and say, you know what, I'm struggling, and people reach back out to you. And it, we're, we're, we're working on, let me stutter that one more time. We are working on some things with that. Um, but that brings to it. my brain. What's that? I really like the name of it, Pop Smoke. That's cool. Yeah. Operation. Um, That's awesome. Remember, we do our buddy checks at this time as well, and making sure you're reaching out to those that, um, you know, you never know who's having their moment. Um, it could be the strongest people in your life. It could be the people, and I don't like using the word weak because that's, but people that that are struggling that could reach out. Reach out. It doesn't take anything. Take your time right now. Most of you got your phones in your hands right now as you're listening to the show. Find six people. And just, hey, just thinking about you. Rebuild some of those relationships. Think about that one person right now. And I'll, and I'll tell you what. I, there's one person right now in my life that uh, I completely blew it. And the reality is he's not even here anymore for me to talk to him about it. And I didn't blow it. It just was a, a piece. And don't ever get in that spot where you have a regret or regret. Um, reach out. It's it's not worth having. And you know what? As long as you try, and if it's a one-sided try, then it's worth it. And do the best you can with what you got. And if they insist that it's not a relationship worth having, um, then you've done everything in your power that you can. So, um, Jen, what song would you like to end on? Uh, well, since my anniversary is coming up, oh, let's yes. do this. Congratulations. Tell, tell us the, what, uh, I know the story, but not everyone else knows the story. Well, during COVID, he was working out in West Texas in the oil field. He doesn't work out in the oil field anymore, thank God. He works 30 minutes away. And he's usually off on Thursdays and Fridays, so he comes to shows. But at the time, he was working out in West Texas for a long stretch and the kids were on spring break. <clears throat> it was at the very start of COVID. I had so many shows planned. We were just starting to really ramp up. Um, we had just won the Texas Country Music Showdown, so we were doing lots of cool stuff. We had festivals lined up, all kinds of really cool stuff. And then everything started shutting down, and I went into military mode and started stockpiling my house like any good staff sergeant would, and buying things I didn't need, like diapers. Like, what do I need diapers for? I don't have any babies. I don't know. You know, just freaking out a little bit, trying on my old military uniforms, and they did not fit. And then I got frustrated and was like, what am I doing? This is not even the worst situation I've ever been in. I still have air conditioning and uh, plumbing and food, and my family's right down the road. My parents are down the road, and, and 
I just thought like, I'm freaking out a little bit too much. And, and yes, Eric will eventually come home. I don't know when I knew it was going to be within a couple of weeks, but all of our shows were getting canceled. And the thing that works for me and has always worked for me and has really healed me through all of this is music. And so I wrote a song, um, to kind of get through that moment of me realizing why I was so, uh, stressed out. And that's because I didn't have my babe. And I wrote a song for him. And, and really, I thought that it would touch other people as well. That like when you're in that vulnerable, sad moment and you have somebody that you share your life with, there's so much comfort that comes from that. That just that intimacy doesn't have to be sexual or anything, but just knowing that you've got somebody that um, is part of your life. And so I wrote the song for him and it's called Under These Stars. This is Jen Ford, Under These Stars. Things have been 
Fuck it off.